0: Hello, hello, and welcome back to the commented podcast where we talk about your favorite movies, music, TV shows, anime, and more. I am Nia. And I'm Decoria. We're back again. It is 2023 and we are back with more anime episodes. Woo!
1: Yeah, um, the last we... one we did was yeah. like three or four months ago and it was Jujutsu Kaisen, I believe. Somebody correct us if we're wrong in the comments because we don't remember right. our own episodes at this point. <laughs>
0: Listen, we have I think 200 episodes. Yay, us! But also, that's to a lot to remember. Um, so yes, please remind us what episode our last anime episode was. Um, yeah, so this is our first. But one thing we both know is that this is our first anime film since Ninja Scroll. So yay, we're doing more movies. I, I hope we can do more mu- movies in the future too, because um, this it's nice to just you know
1: yeah one get and none. the list like, not to worry yeah. about like the whole series
0: yeah and you can kind of get like go through the list of like oh top anime films everyone should watch and you can do that super quick um yeah so i'm glad that we're back uh we will be doing hopefully fingers crossed we stick to our one anime episode a month <laughs> <laughs> um but um don't hold us to that but we will try our best uh so yeah uh cory do you want to introduce the anime we are going to be talking about today
1: yeah so today we are talking about the anime movie vampire hunter d bloodlust but first i'm going to talk about vampire hunter d in general just to give a little bit of background on the franchise as a whole um before we start have you ever heard of vampire hunter d at all before any of this i have not
0: i have heard not a thing um you mentioning this was the first time I even looked this up I was like whoa what is this title (laughs) you told me it's vampire hunter bloodless d vampire d hunter yeah it was very confusing so um yeah this is the first time what about you
1: yeah I had never heard of vampire hunter d growing up the first time I've ever heard of it was on tiktok there's a creator I can't remember the name of but she had like a series of videos where she was talking about anime dilfs and her type is definitely like um the long-haired uh gothical type brooding characters like alucard and she mentioned um D from Vampire Hunter D and I was like oh he looks like he looks pretty cool I wasn't really attracted to him per se I thought he looked very cool though and I was in the mood to watch some you know vampire stuff I'm always in the mood to watch vampire anime and so I was like okay well how about we watch this next since it's just like a pretty long movie but it won't be like an entire series all right so just general background on vampire hunter d like i said before vampire hunter d is a series of novels written by a japanese author excuse my pronunciation Hideyuki kikuchi and illustrated by yoshitaka amano who is also known for doing character designs for like final fantasy um speed racer gachaman kashan guin saga um he's been working since and then um, vampire hunter d has been around since 1983 as of april 22 april 2022 there have been 40 novels um in the main series with some novels comprising of four volumes they have sold over 17 million copies worldwide making vampire hunter d one of the best-selling book series of all time um Mm. the series has also spawned in anime audio dramas manga comic books video games as well as a short story collection art books, and supplemental guides on the characters. So this is a general synopsis of what Vampire Hunter D is about from Wikipedia. Vampire Hunter D uh, is about Vampire Hunter D. His name is literally D. Um, He's a vampire hunter who wanders through a far future post-nuclear war earth that combines elements of... Cult genres such as Western, science fiction, horror, and Lovecraftian horror, uh, dark fantasy, folklore, and occult science the planet was once terrified by the elegant but cruel vampires known as nobles uh ancient demons mutants and their technological creations but is now slowly returning to a semblance of order and human control thanks in part to the decadence that brought about the downfall of the vampire race to the continued stubbornness of the frontier dwellers and to the rise of the cast of independent hunters for hire which is what vampire hunter d is he's like a um mercenary kind of yeah, like a mercenary vampire hunter. Yeah. And they eliminate supernatural threats that are attacking humans. Um sometime in 1999, a nuclear war occurred. The nobility, aka the vampires, um planned for a possible nuclear war and sequestered all that was needed to rebuild civilization in their own shelters. They used their science combined with magic to restore the world in their image nearly all magical creatures on earth are genetically engineered by the vampires and possess supernatural abilities like regeneration um, immunity with a very small number of them being demons <laughs> gods aliens and extra extra dimensional beings who survived <laughs> the nuclear holocaust despite their technology being so advanced um and they probably do have the ability to create a substitute for blood um they still prefer to feed on humans i don't know why if they have the ability to create a substitute maybe it's just like a sadistic thing i don't know um but because they still like to feed on humans they created a civilization where vampires and humans coexist and eventually develop the planet that was regenerating into parklands and cities the society eventually stagnates when vampire technology perfects scientific prophecy which determines that they are at their peak of existence and thus are doomed to fall and be overthrown by humans which is a natural progression of things um the human race is also transformed at this time with fear for the vampires being woven into their genetics and the inability to remember vampire weakness such as garlic and crucifixes that's actually very interesting. oh wow, mm-hmm. that's like I've never seen that in vampire lore before where like they've restarted the entire human race, and now humans don't even remember that vampires can be defeated with those things mm-hmm. okay, that's interesting, yeah, and unlike vampires from traditional vampire lore, the nobility in vampire hunter d have the ability to reproduce sexually although their offspring will permanently cease aging after reaching physical maturity having having inherited their vampire parents immortality which is what vampire hunter d is he's a dampier meaning he's a half human he's and um half vampire and so he's not a full vampire but he cannot age he has super human abilities and whatnot so vampire hunter d bloodlust is a movie based off of the third novel i believe or one of the novels i have it written in the notes somewhere so i'm going to mention it again but vampire hunter d bloodlust is a 2000 dark fantasy horror adventure film produced by madhouse which is known for like Trigun, uh nana hunter hunter um a bunch of anime madhouse has done like a lot of anime um, they also they're also known for animating like ninja scroll and a bunch of other anime movies um film link international bmg japan Movic, good hill vision and soft capital it was written directed and storyboarded by yoshiaki kawajiri with yutaka minoa um designing the characters both of these people also worked on ninja scroll um and since this is like the second time i'm mentioning ninja scroll i'm going to mention it again by saying that a lot of the criticisms that we're going to have of this movie are going to be like the same ones that we had of ninja scroll um and so we'll get to that like when we get to the questions at the end of our summary um yuji ikehata served as the art director and he designed the setting and marco d'ambrosio composed all the music for the film um and the film is based on the third novel, so I was correct. The film is based on the third novel of Hideyuki Kikuchi's Vampire Hunter D series, and the third novel is called Demon Death Case. So the film began production in 1997 and was completed about two years later, with the intention of being shown in the American theaters. Which means that when they finished the film and they decide and they started doing the um, voice tracks, they did the English ones first, and then they did the Japanese ones and the Cantonese. Whoa, ones. they yeah. did.
0: Yeah, they they, they animated it in English.
1: Yes, yes. Wow, that (laughs) is wild. So I really should have watched the English (laughs) instead of the dub. You know what's kind of funny? I tried to watch the English version, and I think whoever the voice acting—it wasn't bad—but whoever mixed the track for the English version should be fired (laughs) because. (laughs) yeah it was really weird i don't know maybe it's just where i was watching it but the sound for the voice acting was mad low but all the sound effects and the music was very loud which was like really pissing mm. me off so that's why i end up switching to the japanese version yeah oh wow that's crazy yeah um so maybe you know once again maybe that's just cuz I was watching it through like an illegal site. <laughs> so maybe that's why it <laughs> had like that, but no. But also also I watched it I tried multiple different links and all of them were like that for the English version while the Japanese version was fine. So yeah. I was just like okay, let me just stick with the Japanese version, which honestly made me enjoy the movie a bit more <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> um <laughs> the film Received generally positive reception from American critics and it was shown in 12 theaters across the United States. Um, in total, it only grossed $151,000. Let me look up what the conversion is for from 1997. Oh, to inflation, now. yeah, mm-hmm. that might uh, be like 600k, 500k. Yeah, I think it's about there. Um So $150,000 from 1997
0: to today is about $300,000. Mm. Still flopped, but still.
1: <laughs> yeah. And speaking of. Um, the reception of the film i wanted to highlight one of the reviews that was given to the film because i kind of feel like it sums up exactly how i felt about it so the san francisco chronicle praised the director yoshiaki kawajiri stating that he has a gift for striking visual visuals but also noted that his story manages to be most to be simultaneously thin and chaotic which is exactly how we felt about ninja scroll yeah. And I felt this way about this movie before I knew that the people who made this also made Ninja Scroll. Um, yeah. And this isn't this, the criticism of the movie has nothing to do with the original work. It was based off of, because I'm pretty sure the original work is like way more like in depth than the movie was like a hundred percent certain. That's usually how it goes when like adaptations of like books and movies
0: Oh, definitely. Because you get the chance to like flesh out as much as you want to flesh out and expand the lore and explain the backstory. Like, we didn't even just thinking about that right now, we got no backstory about the protagonist at all. We don't, we, we know through what happened, what eventually who he is, but we never got
1: a flashback, which is fascinating. We had like a very brief flashback in the middle of the movie about like how he's a damn peer. Like, it was a weird flashback of remember how like he was imagining like his mother giving birth to him birth to him and he was like um don't Ah. you hate that I gave birth to you or something like that
0: right but wasn't that like that was an illusion thing but like we never actually got to see like a scene or two yeah we never got in like actual scene
1: yeah 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 and so now we have all of this background information let me just give a kind of general outline of the plot from wikipedia um for those of you who have no plans of watching this movie even though i think you might want to check it out because it's really pretty to look at so in the middle of the night charlotte elburn um by the way my pronunciation is going to be all over the place <laughs> um but in the middle of the night charlotte elburn a young woman is abducted by baron mayor link a vampire nobleman several days later charlotte's wealthy father john hires d a dampier to rescue her dead or alive so he doesn't care whether or not she's just a corpse he just wants her body back um away from the vampire nobles at the same time charlotte's older brother adam hires the marcus brothers composed of their leader Borgoff, the hulking nolt the blade master kyle and the frail physically bedridden psychic grove and the only woman on their crew, Layla, who holds a grudge towards vampires. Dee and the Marcus brothers raced after Mayer, learning that Charlotte was not in fact kidnapped, but chose to accompany him out of love for the vampire. Now, were you expecting her to be in love with the vampire?
0: Was not, because the beginning of the movie kind of plays a trick on you, um, makes it look like she is getting kidnapped by the vampire or just um, killed at that moment i thought she was dead honestly in the first five minutes because oh like true. yeah because it looks like they make it they film it in the way that well not film it because not they're not filming real people but like they they create it and um i guess film because they're they're recording image uh pictures and stuff but anywho um like they make it seem like she's dead so i thought that she was just like terrified and kidnapped what did you think
1: yeah i was not expecting her to be in love with a vampire at all either and now that you mentioned that you thought she was that i think i did as well but then they quickly showed that she wasn't so i was like okay she's fine (laughs) but Mm, she's just in danger but uh, apparently she wasn't in danger at all she was just with her bae i guess i don't know so mayor hires the mutant um barbaros to guard him which is like a crew of like um supernatural mutant people um and it consists of a shapeshifter named caroline the shadow manipulator binge Benj, or benji i think it's benjo and the werewolf machira um the werewolf character is actually very interesting because he doesn't have the typical werewolf design like they have a he has a werewolf body and head but also another werewolf head coming out of his stomach which is very like sci-fi um yeah Nolt is killed by Binge, resulting in the brothers confronting the Barbaros in their home territory. At the same time, d visits them. Grove causes a large ruckus using his psychic powers, and Dee becomes trapped in a void that Binge creates. Dee escapes this void, and the Marcus brothers avenge Nolt by killing Binge. They then travel to a nearby town where Layla convinces the local sheriff to try and stop Dee because they want to get to Charlotte first. Fortunately, d is saved by an old man who recalls that the dampier rescued him as a child. Mayor, Mayor's carriage stops to rest during the daytime and Charlotte wanders out, meeting d and Layla. The two fight against Caroline while Machira escapes the carriage. d fights Caroline but is forced to seek shelter after absorbing too much sunlight. Layla faces a revived Caroline and survives only by chance when lightning strikes the mutant killing her instantly she takes shelter with d and reveals that a vampire back in her childhood kidnapped her mother this resulted in her mother being stoned to death by the people of her hometown when she returned as a completely different person and killed her father wow
0: mm. <laughs> wow and they kind of just gloss over that like she says that in
1: dialogue i believe
0: but yeah she that does was, yeah
1: Layla joined the Marcus brothers to avenge her parents' her parents' death. The two make a pact to visit each other's graves upon who dies first. Yeah, the Marcus brothers trap Mayor's carriage on a bridge by bombing it and carjacking Charlotte. However, their trap is foiled by Matira's enhanced senses, resulting in Kyle being killed, which is the redhead one, and Borgoff falling off of a bridge but surviving, losing an eye. Mayor and Charlotte reach the castle of Cainth where Countess Carmilla, (laughs) she has a long ass name, Countess (laughs) Carmilla Elizabeth Bathory waits them. Meanwhile, Machira stays behind the fight deep but the vampire hunter slays him. It is then revealed that Mayor and Charlotte had reached out to the countess hoping they could fly to the city of a night, which is a vampire refuge that is located in space however carmilla betrays the couple temporarily slaying Mary, and tricking charlotte into being bitten because she wanted basically um to be revived um carmilla is like divided between her physical form and her spirit and her physical form was um being protected in a casket basically right Mm-hmm. yeah so carmilla betrays the couple temporary slaying Mir and tricking charlotte into being bitten revived by charlotte's blood she uses hallucinations to haunt d Borgoff and layla d because he's a damper, is unaffected by these hallucinations and, a- and is able to save layla from her hallucinations that depicted her tragic childhood but Borgoff, unfortunately is tricked and turned into a vampire grove reappears and saves layla from being killed by Borgoff by sending a like psychic apparition of himself and blowing himself up which is also destroys his his own body like in wherever he was at um d confronts carmilla and is able to destroy her spirit will while a reawakened mayor destroys her physical body d and mayor then clash for a final time with d gaining the upper hand during the fight charlotte ends up dying from her wounds she was bit by carmilla earlier um and then her ring is tossed to d and mayor by layla who is trying to get them to stop fighting d ultimately decides to spare mayor's life and leaves the castle with layla while taking charlotte's ring as proof that her father as proof for her father and brother that they did kind of like not really rescue her but they did see her die Mm -hmm. as mayor uses the castle ship to depart to the city of the night d and layla look on with layla wishing the vampire success on escaping so fast forward many years in the future um a funeral is being held for layla with a large crowd attending among the people attending is layla's granddaughter who looks behind her and sees d kind of watching the funeral from the shadows um and she goes up to him and tries to invite him to spend time with the family but he kindly refuses her um but reveals that he is glad that Layla was wrong about nobody being at her funeral and kind of just walks up into the distance and the movie (laughs) ends (laughs) yay that was like a whole hour and 45 minutes (laughs) Mm -hmm. okay so was this movie what you thought it was going to be if not what were you expecting
0: um it was not what I was expecting it to be um I thought it was going to be very much you know medieval setting vampire maybe set in the 1300s 1400s like the dark ages type of period in Europe I specifically thought it was going to be that I did not think it was going to be this vampire sci-fi like Romeo Juliet love story like I didn't think it was going to be all of these things in one mix. Um, So I was kind of like, oh, wow, they just, they just, they were doing anything, (laughs) but I bet it's more, I bet it's more understandable in the books. And I bet the books are way clearer than the film was. Um, So no, I didn't expect it. What did you expect?
1: Yeah. Same for me. Um, I'm basing this, uh, my answer off of me watching the first movie as well. So when I initially watched vampires d in general, I thought it was going to be like a Van Helsing, Castlevania type old-style fantasy horror. Um and so when they when I saw all the futuristic stuff, I was like very confused by that. I thought it was very interesting that they took that um route. I wasn't particularly a fan of it, but I thought it was interesting. Um and just like Nia said, um I probably it probably is way more fleshed out in the Book than in the movies so probably a lot more enjoyable um and I didn't really have like really those are my only expectations so yeah it didn't really turn out to to be what I thought it was going to be and yeah so did you have any favorite characters or did you manage to get attached to anyone in this hour and 45 minutes (laughs)
0: no (laughs) um i mean d was cool like i feel like if we actually got to know him better he'd be like cool like he's obviously has a good heart because he saved those kids um from being captured i believe in that whole scene was like the grandpa was like one of those kids um so he has a good heart and he clearly didn't kill layla when she could have died like six times because of him um if not for him so um he definitely has a good heart which is nice but he we don't know him we don't know his story we don't know and he just looks like a brooding protagonist and I mean that's cool but I, I I couldn't really vibe with anybody and also the characters were in this film were just coming and going so I didn't really get attached to anybody what about you
1: Yeah, same for me. I wasn't really able to get attached to anyone. Um, just like Nia said, the characters are kind of coming and going, and it kind of felt like more time was spent on like the action of the film rather than like the characters.
0: Yeah, I feel like honestly that scene where they killed that shadow demon was kind of unnecessary. Like the the fight scenes where they were killing his henchmen or whatever i feel like that could have been omitted like you didn't have to or save that for the very end you didn't have to do that in the middle and then still try to do this like we're hunting him thing because it did feel like why y'all like i get that they're they're hunters though that they're bounty hunters so they have to do it but we don't know them these characters like that so when one of them dies you don't feel anything
1: yeah yep exactly you can't really feel anything at all because once again you don't know anything about them um and then I'll go ahead and jump into the other question um, since it's going to be a part of my answer. Uh, so out of all the characters, I guess D would be my favorite um, because he's the only one that like, I don't know how to, <laughs> he's, not- he's not even like really fleshed out. He was just the coolest one. <laughs>
0: like, right?
1: Really? Um, and so the next question is, what did you think of D? And like, he's the coolest character in there. Um, he was, I wish he would have i wish we would have gotten more backstory on him i guess which kind of makes me want to read some of the books maybe to learn some more um and i think you you said you felt the same way right like you thought he was like really cool
0: yeah i mean he's like i feel like he would be king he would have king activity like the gold star if like he to me i feel like if we he has like a dry humor i feel like he would i mean he just feels like someone who's insert protagonist here like here's the hero like, we know he's the hero, but it's like, I don't feel like there's anything outside of that heroness that makes, that makes me want to be like, oh yeah, this is a great protagonist. Like he has no flaws really. He ha- he, we don't know his backstory. We just know that he's been alive forever and he's a half a uh, vampire, half human. Like we know these facts about him, but we don't really know his motivations. We don't know him. So it's hard for me to put him in like king status when it's like he's kind of a stranger. I finished the movie and I was just like, OK, and he's <laughs> off. <laughs> I didn't feel like, oh, no, he should have stayed. Like, we don't even know if he got together with her or or were friends like we know they were friends, but we don't know if like it's just like I want to see him. What kind of person is he like? what? So, I mean, I'd say he's a cool protagonist, but I think the idea of him is Cooler than what he actually was on screen, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense too. And it's like because he was so like silent and nothing was really happening with him, as far as like personality wise, you can really just project anything onto him.
0: Right. And I feel like for silent protagonists, because like he kind of falls in that silent protagonist category a bit because he talks, but he just kind of says, Put that down. uh I, I'm going to kill you now. Like he doesn't have a lot of dialogue about like his motivations um outside of killing or responsibility um so i feel like but there are ways to make a silent protagonist like emotive and interesting or like more uh complex than just like i'm here to do my duty let me save you other people saying that i'm a good person okay i'm off type thing
1: yeah i think the most complexity we got out of him was towards the end of the movie where you saw him spare Mayor and then him visiting um Layla's funeral. Yeah. So, and
0: then oh, that and one when he, got, um, when he the
1: children.
0: Yeah. It was, it was, I didn't mean to cut you off, but that scene oh, in the okay. rain where he talks about um how he she's like why don't you go why don't you go do something else? He's like, I can't live like a human. That was like the most where I was like oh I kind of feel bad for him. But then the moment is like quickly over. Um they never let him marinate in that space much. It's always like yeah. he does what he needs to do when he's gone.
1: Yeah, exactly. Okay. So overall, how did you feel about the plot of the movie? And did you like the movie?
0: <laughs> plot? <laughs> Question mark? <laughs> it felt like a wild goose. It feels like, you know what this movie feels like? There's an episode of Avatar The Last Airbender. And I hate to bring, it, bring things back to Avatar. But there's an episode where Azula, Tylee, and May are chasing the gang on Appa all night for like day in and day out and they haven't slept. And then it's like, they just get more tired and more tired and more worn down. But this feels like that without like a satisfying conclusion. It just feels like, okay, they're being chased. Okay. But I don't know if I want them to get away. And then by the end of it, I'm like, girl, you're about to marry a vampire. And he, he he, like, you're about to die. Like, like it didn't feel satisfying in this wild goose chase. Like I never felt like, like I wanted in either party to win. Like, I know I'm supposed to feel like D should win because he's the protagonist, but I never was like, I'm desperate for these characters to get away. Like when she, when um Layla at the end was like, fly, get away, get away. I was like, girl, w- why do you care all of a sudden? <laughs> like, it felt weird all of a sudden to have like, I know I had empathy because then I, I know they were in love, et cetera, et cetera. But I'm like, I'm not I don't I don't connect with any of these characters so I didn't feel in the end like I wanted anybody to win or lose so it kind of left me in this sort of limbo not feeling anything towards anybody um does that make any sense
1: yeah it's kind of like you were just looking at something you don't really feel any attachment to it you're just watching it yeah
0: like listen the animation is stunning like that is this I wish that this animation style was still popular today or at least nichely popular today because I think it's so like it gives me like the goosebumps because it looks like when it looks like wallpaper backgrounds or like
1: yeah yeah I wanted to just like screenshot or like record yeah to, like, have, like personally like as a wallpaper or something.
0: Yeah. Or like a painting in your house. Like these feel like art pieces in terms of like the detail, the, 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 the color palettes, like all the neutral colors. It also kind of feels more like realistic kind of like a yeah. typer. like, I guess nineties anime looks sort of like they were going for realism in a way that's, even though they had like unrealistic type of content, like sci-fi and vampires and stuff, but it feels like the way they drew the characters, it's like super, uh, I don't know how to say like grown it's
1: more like uh it's like comparing like comic book art style to like a lot of the art styles of manga like there are yeah. manga that are extremely detailed as far as like how the characters look but overall manga has more of a over-exaggerate like more bl- less detailed features compared to comics yeah and it looks like a comic adaptation
0: yeah like this looks like because, like, even nowadays, like, character designs are way more flashy and way more, um, like, eye-catching, if that makes sense. Like, here, it's it seems more like everybody's design was more subdued or it could have just been that era. Like, I don't know. I just think the animation is stunning. But as a plot, hey, <laughs> it is what it is. What about you?
1: Um. So, yeah, as far as the plot, like, not to bring up Ninja Scroll once again, but... <laughs> I had the same exact feelings watching this as when I was watching Ninja Scroll where I, I felt I, I understood the general guess of, of what was happening but at the same time the shit felt all it felt all over the place like literally especially mm-hmm. like the first 30 minutes first 45 minutes I was like bruh what what is going on like literally <laughs> I'm like I'm literally paying attention I know what's happening but it's so choppy and just like what like why like why is this happening very beautiful to look at very pretty but yeah it kind of it just felt all over the place for some reason and it's probably because of all of the lore i not that i think about it it's because all of the lore that you don't know about which makes it feel like it's all over the place because like you just you're having these things just thrown at you like vampires okay western okay then sci-fi thrown at you so it just makes it feel like there's like so many different things going on it's like that korean movie that we went to see with Marin. you remember that yes
0: Corey. listen i had blocked that movie out of my Mind so you mentioning that I'm like, what? Oh, yes, that one, <laughs> like, very much so. Like, someone had seven different ideas and was like, why don't we all put them in one? Why don't yeah. we just make all the things happen at once? Um, and the thing is, I feel like if this was character driven, it could work. Like, I watched a lot of like Satoshi Khan films, and his films are so complex. My god, like, if you want to talk about like trademark, like film Twitter. Analysis, Martin Scorsese, cinema type, like w- discussions. His films are perfect for it because, but they're so character heavy. Like he's not making movies about lore; he's making movies about people, and like you can tell in how he constructed stories. Rest in peace to the king. um mm-hmm. All of his movies are great. Like Millennium Actress, what a what a what a movie! But not to derail. I just feel like this kind of all over the place setting could work if you just invest more in the people in it like I feel like the writers spent so much time trying to create the the type of story they wanted to make instead of thinking of the people in that world so um but that's just my personal opinion um what do you think
1: yeah I completely agree that's kind of what I was saying too like they should have like it was just action 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 um with like some bits of like exposition in between when they should have it should have been the other way around with this kind of setting going on because let the characters move the setting
0: yeah Yeah, like don't make the setting and the action and like the idea of stuff like derail from the fact that you got to make characters that people want to care about you know
1: yeah and so overall for this movie like as far as like the plot like i wouldn't say that is bad per se but At the same time, the way this movie is very critically acclaimed, I can tell that it's not because of the plot. It's because of how it Mm,
0: looks.
1: Because if you actually watch the movie and like absorb what's going on, it's I don't. It's not something that I personally believe would be like critically acclaimed
0: for. Oh yeah. Yeah. Listen, I think you got to judge certain films that are like critically acclaimed by like if. In the case of anime, like if the art style was ass, (laughs) if the animation was ass, could the plot carry? And no, it can't. Um, (laughs) Like I feel like this. People, I think it's because also the shots were wonderful. Like we said, like the pacing of like the. the, I love anime when they'll go like a quiet moment and they'll pan over like a building or a lake, and that's like so pretty. Like it's nice. It's like like it gives you like sort of a warm feeling because it's very nice to look at, and the shots are nice, but the actual content. Like script script specifically. Like dialogue was not dialoguing. So yeah.
1: Yep. Yeah. Um, and then were there any moments in particular that stood out to you?
0: <sighs> um to be honest, no. <laughs> nothing like I mean I remember because I just like we just watched this and like I remember it so like I'm seeing the scenes but nothing was like oh wow that's amazing um yeah I kind of was just like enjoying the way it looked I, I kept looking at some of those scenes where they were he was just on his horse riding and I was like oh these this is a nice scene like look how pretty this is but that's the extent of what I remember um and what I really think take away from this movie same for ninja scroll like no shade but like i just looked at it and i was like this is so nice to look at visually but then other than that do, nah what about you
1: um yeah there was a moment that stood out to me but because of the animation um mm-hmm. that moment where charlotte was being put in a hallucination by uh carmilla and and she was hallucinating that Mare was biting her. And you remember how the camera was panning around them in a circle and, like, everything was red mm. and there was a candles around them? I thought that shot was, like, extremely beautiful. Like, that was very well animated. That, that literally looks like something that people would, like, record and, like, make think pieces about because of how pretty it is. <laughs> yeah. Was. And I thought that if this movie had a bit more emotion to it, if I, I thought if I was more attached to um carmilla and mayor then i would have been like oh this is just so like heart right like it could have it could have had be- the potential <sighs> like the potential i'm saying
0: this and Ninja scroll like why did they make movies why didn't y'all say let's make a 10 episode series why yeah. didn't y'all say like I don't get it like this could have thrived because you have time to flesh you have you have time an hour and a half and 45 is not enough and in the same case with ninja scroll like you need the time to build characters because you can't just you can't just put someone on screen and say care about these people they're in love it's like okay I know they're in love but I don't know not I don't even barely know their names (laughs) like (laughs) like if I barely know their names how am I going to care if one of them dies or not you know um I don't know that like we just hear that oh he's a terrible man and she's the daughter of somebody it's like yeah like um I know what you mean though like if we had time to actually get to know these characters it could have been like gut-wrenching completely sad
1: and then um would you recommend this movie to other people to watch
0: (sighs) (laughs) listen it's nice to look at like I would love for people to be like just if you're an animator just study the way this looks like copy paste the way it looks study how they design the buildings and and like the the way the the environments look like I would love for animators to just look at this and get inspired but people just trying to watch a good movie no (laughs) probably not what about you
1: yeah um I think I would recommend people watch this just to see how it looks not yeah. really for the plot per se, but just to look at something pretty. I would like, you know, like Snow White. <laughs> like you just look at it, Like, there is no Snow White.
0: As like a tech demo, as like an Unreal Engine tech demo type thing. Like look at it. Look how nice it looks. Look at the character designs.
1: Yeah, like just look at this movie and just think of like, damn, if only we had this kind of people doing this kind of animation now. Like, listen, you know, like, what like, is the also- closest thing we have to this now? Castlevania? Is it? I guess. But even like when I look at Castlevania, it's
0: nice. But the saturation, like, I don't know how you can even make colors that unsaturated anymore. Like, I think our brains are so wired now to look at shows and see how, like, intense the colors are. Like, because if you really think about it, I'm thinking of, like, shows that kind of have a lot of browns and yellows, like Attack on Titan. There's a lot of, like, grays, browns, blacks, those kind of hues. But even that, I'm like... The colors are so vibrant. And I know that's a good thing for some people, but like the way that old anime looks, it's almost like like a painting. It's almost like watercolor in a way. Like, like you're you're seeing something so subtle. The colors are not like there's no color on screen is outshining the other. Like even vehicles. Like I remember looking at Cowboy Bebop and like a red ship is not the brightest thing on the screen. Like mm-hmm. it stands out but it's like a it's not a a bright red it's like a hue like a maroon color or something and I think that's so the subtleness makes it feel makes the ambiance nice so I wonder if like you could even do that in CG because computers look at color differently unless you like force it to make this color sort of style a thing I don't even know if you could because I'm trying to like think of I don't even know how they do it um
1: yeah it really could just be the way things are animated now in general that's like it's probably not possible unless they go back to that older technique it's probably not possible just to recreate that kind of um
0: animation style and i I did it could be a technology thing too like we have some people have 4k tvs heck some people have 8k tvs so like having to make animation on a tv that high definition where you don't get any sort of like graininess that like of the old fat TVs yeah. like I feel like it makes it so you have to make everything look super I don't even know how to describe it super saturated super like bright super I don't know um I wish there were like animators that could explain why computers make things look like that but yeah I wonder cuz it's I feel like all my favorite older anime even the really bright Sailor Moon is not that like hard on the eyes. Like you never looked at Sailor Moon and was like, "Whoa, this is too much for my eyes." But like some anime now it's like the things are just at your face and you're like, "Whoa, there's a lot on the screen." Um Yeah, yeah I don't know. I think they would have to do it by hand and that's a lot of money a lot of time
1: <laughs> and a lot of people who are going to get underpaid <laughs> listen overworked
0: and under they're already overworked and underpaid I highly doubt they would go back to something even harder just to, for the aesthetic but I would love listen I would love it if you did that I could I would have the pictures saved on my phone wallpaper <laughs> all of them ready
1: alright and then would you be interested in reading the books hmm
0: you know what, if I had them like readily available or like if I could go to the library or the bookstore and see them there, I probably would get it. But to like go out of my way to like go on Amazon to buy it or like find somewhere that exports it, I don't know. I don't know, like if it's in front of me, yeah. Um, What about you? Are you curious about the books?
1: I kind of want to read one to see if it's more fleshed out than um than this i mean of course it's going to be more fleshed out than the movie was so i kind of want to read one to see if i end up liking it a lot because i feel like <laughs> i sound like i'm being very harsh on the movie and only even <laughs> yeah. wise because it's so highly praised and it's just like i watched this and i it wasn't giving what it was supposed to give
0: yeah like yeah and i mean we're not trying to be negative on purpose it's more like just like we watch this going in blank trying to like not having any preconceived notions and then so we're just taking it for face value of like okay these are just our imp- impressions it's not like we're trying to be mean on purpose
1: yeah I think we're kind of expecting it like we're just in general like we said but we kind of said this like a bunch of times throughout this podcast that we were just expecting more from the plot
0: because we knew it was gonna yeah. be
1: beautiful because we, we both like that animation style but we were just expecting more from the plot. But yeah, I would like would like to read some of the books to see because I feel like the plot is definitely like it'll probably be way better like in the books, and I'll be able to see why the books sold so many copies. Because like it sold 17 million copies. Like the books have to be good.
0: Oh yeah. I bet like in terms of lore and world building, it's it fills in all the blanks of why and who and what and where perfectly. Um
1: yeah. And this is another like- no. <laughs> oh, no. go ahead. No, like this is another case of something that should have been a show and not a movie.
0: Mm-hmm. And you know, it's crazy. There's so many, this is not going to be shady, but I'm going to be shady. There's so many anime that's so popular that has like millions of seasons that don't need it. But they're <laughs> anime like these, like the films that should have had shows. Like it doesn't make any sense to me. The stuff that don't need the seasons, y'all are forcing them to have seasons, but the stuff that should have multiple seasons, <laughs> this Ninja Scroll 12 Kingdoms, like- they don't have them. And that's the crazy thing. Um, yeah. The stuff that needs the world building, that needs the time, that needs the resources. Like it's really unfortunate, but I feel like the the books will probably fill in the blanks and fill in the gaps and make it more of a complete narrative where you care about the people at the end.
1: Exactly. Exactly. All right. And then any other thoughts before we wrap up the show for today?
0: No, I want to watch like a nineties or eighties or early two thousands movie that like, we know the plot is going to bang. <laughs> we, that it's
1: going to be yeah. it.
0: Like, I really want to do some research now and see, like, what is a plot
1: that's plotting?
0: Maybe um, we should watch some of-
1: Satoshi Kon movies or something, because I've seen a Listen. lot of
0: them. <sighs> so- have you seen... I wonder which ones have you seen. Which ones I've seen, you seen
1: Perfect Blue, and then... Mm-hmm. Oh, Masterpiece. He, he do Paprika as well. I've seen that one. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I feel like... Hold on, let me look at his movies. I've seen... What the... Are people popping fireworks? Really? Oh, no, really oh, I hope that can't be heard in the background. But yeah, no, no, because, I can't. Yeah. I've seen Perfect Blue, Paprika, and I've seen—I know I've seen more than those two. I had to have seen more than those two. I must find his
0: list. He was a genius, and white people have literally cannibalized his work and called it really? their own, and gotten awards. That should be really? a whole episode on their Somebody own. Somebody stole. Listen, his movies? Perfect Blue is that one that has um what's her name the white woman natalie portman in it uh, i didn't know the they
1: remade the movie it into like what a live action
0: yep but it's not a remake uh what's the the director was just it- like oh yeah we's just inspired by it but um yeah I, this was my own idea no it wasn't
1: you're such Wait, a liar it? i can't stand it um, the the it wasn't the swan movie was it yep it was black swan it was oh, yep wow i had no idea. see i've never seen black swan so i wouldn't even know yeah neither have i but the white people love taking his work
0: and pretending like they invented it
1: or did oh, it. I'm like, y'all
0: are not going to the pearly gates. <laughs> y'all are not going there because you can't steal somebody's work and then pretend like you reinvented the wheel. What? Oh, he yeah. And Inception original 2. Original, like, what is Christopher? Null- yeah. Like, Chris, Ince- I've never seen Inception and I've only had a spite because I was like, how are you going to take his movie from him? Like, what, this is what his Inception, movie.
1: Inception was it paprika that he stole? Yep. Yeah, yeah, I could figure that. I figured that one because I've seen Paprika a couple times.
0: Like, these, and these are prominent white directors who pretend like, oh, no, I just, I'm just so, you know, I came up with this in my closet in my my shower. No, you didn't. You <laughs> watched his movie and you said copy-paste.
1: You're like, like oh, nobody's going to know what this is. It's just some Japanese thing.
0: Right. And they also, I feel like, even more sinister, they did it both, I think, after he passed, no, no. Oh, wow. uh, What's his face did it? Christopher Nolan did it the year he passed and I was like, "How dare you? Like, what a what a you you are a sir? No, you're canceled in my book." So, have you seen uh Millennium Actress or Tokyo to Godfathers?
1: No, I don't think I've seen either of those. Two. Maybe I've only seen Perfect Blue and Paprika because okay. the other ones are not really ringing a bell.
0: Okay, cool. So, I guess we have some good movies to watch in the future. Um Yeah, so yeah. I I yay hopefully we can watch a satoshi khan movie next time he worked on jojo excuse
1: me that's what i was saying that's why i saw like you worked on the original jojo's bizarre adventure like what
0: wow oh, wow that's crazy love to see it
1: yeah, yeah when you look up top 10 um top 100 most acclaimed anime movies of all time like his like i think Two of his movies are in the top ten, which is Perfect Blue and Paprika, as they should. I'm also Okura, millennium actress. Not oh not but, as good Akira. To say it
0: is. Well, listen, Akira. How do I put this? It's you have to put your thinking cap on. Like it's very much. Ah, like, okay. It's it's like how do I put it? It's like film Twitter the movie.
1: <laughs> ah, okay, it's, it film,
0: it's like I'm in film one hundred and one. I'm in film level two hundred in my college classroom type film. So like, is it great? Yeah. Actually that, that plot is a little more plotty. Like if you wanted to do that, I'm totally fine with that one too. Um, But it's very much like, what does this mean? Meaning of life, et cetera, et cetera. Um, You definitely can't watch it whilst having it something else in the background. Like it's not background noise movie. You can't be like, oh, this is cute. Yeah. Yeah
1: okay yes maybe we'll either do so we'll we'll either do a satoshi khan movie maybe Akira, maybe ghost in the shell something something like that's highly praised
0: listen ghost in the shell i was an anime film girl growing up so like ghost in the shell in my high school brain was like what is this movie? (laughs) what's (laughs) happening like those are movies that you have to like bring out your pen and paper you have to like take notes (laughs) they're very much not like casual watching movies they're very much you have to be like what does he mean by this and analysis (laughs) breaking down the scenes type stuff um but yeah i'm definitely down for finding some more older movies and trying to go down like the critically acclaimed list
1: yeah so maybe we will do any of the ones that were listed or if somebody in the comments like just let us know if you have anything you recommend to us um hopefully nobody who is a fan of vampire hunter d is offended by this uh beautiful yeah, gowns don't be mad just gowns. just it's not really <laughs> not for <Beautiful> gowns. gowns. <laughs> Yeah, but that is all that we have today. Thank you so much for listening once again. Um, this episode will be up like on a Sunday or a Saturday. So and we have plenty of more anime episodes. We also have K-drama episodes as well, a variety of other topics. So check those out. Um I and well, I don't even know what to end it off as. Like, thanks for watching, <laughs> listening. This is the and this is Mia. Bye. Bye.